Before we get to this episode, just to say thanks to everyone who's bought my new book, Champion Thinking, How to Find Success Without Losing Yourself. Published by Bloomsbury, the response has been terrific. It's an Amazon bestseller. It's been top 20 in the airport charts consistently, and the reviews have been terrific right across the board. And if you like this episode that you're about to hear on Flow, you'll be sure to enjoy Champion Thinking. Head to my website, simonmundy.com or Amazon, Waterstone, Smiths, places like that to get your copy. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to this bite-sized episode in which I take one lesson from one of my previous conversations and have a closer look. Hello, Simon here. Thank you for joining me. And in this episode, we're hearing from the man who Ronnie O'Sullivan and many other elite performers besides credited with helping them achieve their goals. But this episode is not about achievement. It's about finding peace within ourselves. Now, think about the people closest to you and just ask yourself the question, do you like them for what they have achieved or what they're like? Hopefully it's the latter. So this is about being rather than doing and about living in accordance with your values. And my guest is Professor Steve Peters, who wrote the wildly successful book, The Chimp Paradox. If my self-esteem is on what I achieve, then if I don't achieve everything at the right level, I'm always going to have low self-esteem because that's my measure. Whereas if I stopped and said, you know what, it's important to achieve. I'm not saying it isn't, but is it really my most important feature in my life that I want? My values then would say, not really. You know, I don't look at my friends and like them for what they've achieved. I look at them for who they are. So if I then re-measure and say, right, let's look at who I am. Am I a positive person? Am I someone who can encourage other people? Am I someone with integrity? My self-esteem can go up because I'm measuring something totally different now. And I can work on those things. Whereas I may never be able to get a degree. I may never win a gold medal. I may never be able to speak another language. Um, that will just demoralise me if I'm going to build self-esteem on that. Whereas if I build self-esteem on being a nice person... Uh, on being an honest person, then anyone can start getting good self-esteem. So it's what you're putting your base of self-esteem on. And if people think, no, no, I have to get a gold medal to get self-esteem, that, that is a choice they're making. All I can do is say there are some serious consequences if you don't make it. Yeah. If you go with the chimp system, your self-esteem will always be based on what you can do. 
what you have. That's that's the rules. If you base yourself on the human system, it won't be that. You'll start saying it's on my values, it's on who I am as a person. And therefore, if it's as simple as that. If you flick systems, then you'll operate differently and you feel differently. But if your chimp hijacks you and you behave in a way that perhaps you judge to be less than perfect yes. and then judge yourself for that... Well, you... one of the values we hold is, and common sense is, as human beings, we're frail, we make errors, we get hijacked regularly by the chimp, no matter who we are and how good we are, our chimps are there for a reason and they, they mean business. So, But you're forgiving then. Yeah. You know, you're forgiving to friends who make errors. You're forgiving. So you learn to say one of the values I respect myself for and builds my self-esteem is I can forgive myself. So, again, teaching someone these and getting these in place and, it, and really enforcing them means their self-esteem changes. So they don't weigh up. It doesn't matter if we make mistakes or we're imperfect. It doesn't matter because our values are that forgiving is a big value. So I'm saying flick systems, but make sure the system is rigorous. Make sure you've worked out what the system is based on values. And, and, and when I do workshops, I do quite a few public things, uh, and the public come in and I say, let's look at values. I'm always surprised that most people struggle and say, I, I can't work out what my values are. What they struggle with is they muddle it up with what's valuable to me. So they'll say th things like my family, and I say, well, no, that's, that's not a value. Uh, that's valuable. You said there you're almost surprised by the number of people that say they don't know their values. Yes. So someone listening will be going, yeah, that's me. So yeah. how, how does someone establish their values in a nutshell? And I know everyone's different. but Yeah, everyone's different. In a nutshell, what you're saying is um, what beliefs do you hold, moral, ethical beliefs do you hold? So, for example, I might say um, one of my values is to respect everybody. Well, that, that is a value I hold, but it's got to be acted out now. So to show you have these values that have been implemented, what do I do that proves I respect people? And often when you say to people, well, how do you show respect to someone? They start to struggle, think, I'm not sure how you show respect. Uh, and then when you say things like, uh, you listen to them, that's a sign of respect, to listen to someone, acknowledging their opinions um, and accepting their opinions then you start working out what your definition of respect is. So you know, yeah, that's my definition. And if I hold the value of respect, that is what I'm going to measure myself against. Am I doing these things? So if I did hold that and I think respect, one of them is to listen, then if I can reflect and spend, I usually recommend people five, ten minutes a day, and one day I think I'm going to re reflect on the idea of respecting people, then I go through my list, which I've worked out, and I think, okay, make sure today you listen to people. You know, and not in a false way, in a real way of saying, no, I want to respect this person, I want to listen, I'm not going to criticise them, I'm going to listen and respect their values, respect their opinions, respect their approach. It doesn't mean I have to agree with it. How important is it for people then to establish their values? The way I teach is I say values are the way that we get peace within ourselves. So very important then? Very important. That That is what's going to give you peace of mind, which I know you said at the beginning, um, when I wrote The Chimp Paradox, it was um, confidence, happiness, success. And that's a lot of people go for them. And I often say when I'm doing the public lectures that um, for me, it didn't ring true because um, I don't really chase success. I'm not saying I don't like success, but it's not something I, I want to achieve. It has never been my nature. And I don't really chase happiness, which sounds strange. I do chase peace of mind. I've always, from being a young man, thought I just want to be at peace with myself. So but I was advised not to put that because that's not something people resonate with. They resonate with happiness. So I went down that route. But I think 
anyone reading it, substitute those things like confidence, happiness with what you want, because that's all the book's about. It's trying to say, I'm offering what I know, what knowledge and skills I've got and say, have a think about this. And if it resonates, don't let it go. So it could be peace of mind. And it's the difference between doing and being, it seems like to me. Yes. Yeah. So the doing is the, you know, your external achievements, your car, your medal. Which is the chimp. There's nothing wrong with that. Because I've noticed this with sports. Tennis being my favourite sport, the amount of Wimbledon champions, for example, I've heard speak and they've reached the absolute pinnacle of their mountain and they've won Wimbledon or, yes. you know, or an Olympic god or whatever. Then the next day they're like, huh, I'm surprised. I don't feel like I had expected I would feel. And I think that's quite revealing. There's a golden rule here um, for nearly everyone. When the chimp sets the bar, whatever it is, I get this with doctors. I teach, I have the privilege of teaching. And you get a junior doctor or a medical student who's wanted to be a doctor in five years they, they really really work hard to get through these exams they pass them and they say when I get I'll be later I'll be a doctor and then they go yeah and you think what do you mean and and the chimp once it's reached a level dismisses it so then they say no it's nothing unless you're a consultant they get to consultant and even then they'll go yeah so and I got this with the Olympians I mean I had the privilege of working with about 20 Olympic teams and a multiple gold medalist it is a, it's a privilege to do it um, and, and I get this from a lot of them some don't some are related forever but most say it's nothing and I get Olympians I work with and I've been to now four Olympics and the first or second Olympics I went to they're now saying well it's nothing because there's loads more people got golds in the same event as me I'm just gone now you know, so it's an important point to, to recognise the chimp will chase success, but once it's got that, it'll redefine it. So it's not a happy pathway to go. No, there is this idea, isn't there, that more just becomes more, becomes more, becomes yes. more, becomes more. I come from, I've come from a, a poor background. I, I didn't come from wealth. Uh, so my parents worked extremely hard uh, to, to get, as a, you know, where we got uh, as a family and and I would just say there's a balance here to be had. I, I do agree, money will not come from happiness. I work with a lot of extremely wealthy people who are extremely unhappy, and that's why they come see me. Um, so it doesn't buy it. But on the other hand, it really helps. Of course. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> if you manage it well. So I'm just, I, I don't want to be in that boat of saying it, it won't no. work. I'm saying it'd be nice if all of us had enough money to live on. But there is this point where you've got to learn to live within your means. And unfortunately, our chimps tend to live just outside, mm. which means most of us keep chasing more and more bigger cars, bigger houses, instead of just saying, you know what, this is good enough. Some people I've found have done that and they live very happy lives. We know that if people are grateful for what they've got and grateful to others around them, it has a neurochemical effect on our brains that actually gives us well-being. Never forget to be grateful and reflect on what you've got because it can bring well-being to you. Thank you for listening to this episode with Steve Peters. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did and could share it, I would be very grateful. And do get in touch via my website, simonmundy.com. Until next time, goodbye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. 
Only from Rustolium. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.